Scotty McCreary, it matters to her on B105, the Northland's number one for new country. It's a breakfast club with Ken and Lauren, Wednesday, December 20th, as we are, uh, well, do you feel like everybody's kind of checked out for the year? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it kind of feel like everything is now a 2024 problem? Yeah, I do. Ken is like, <laughs> I saw a meme like that. It says, that sounds like a 2024 problem. It's like everybody at work this week. It's so true, though. Like, <laughs> I mean... We have lots to do, of course, but it's like yeah, working is, out we'll 2024 the, problems. We'll start on the next. Stars like confetti, Dustin Lynch, B105. It is a breakfast club with Ken and Lauren. Good morning. We got the B105 Buzz brought to you by East Central Energy, member owned, homegrown, community focused since 1936. Mm-hmm. All right. What's going on with the B105 Buzz? If you don't mind, Lauren, I'd like to start with a story that you wrote. Oh, gosh. Duluth named the most miserable city in Minnesota. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. Oh, well, we can both talk about it together because, to be honest, I don't know a bunch about it. You wrote about it, so go ahead. Way to sell it, Ken. So <laughs> I was just kind of setting this up for a joke. You go right ahead. Love that. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes to be made here. We'll, we'll zip it. But basically, you know, there's always these studies done. Have to take them with a grain of salt. This was done by travelalot.com. They looked at, like, crime rates, poverty rates, things like that. Now, this is, like, big cities and smaller cities, so it is a little bit of everything. But basically, they said that for three reasons we're the most miserable. We have a high crime rate that's 80% higher than the, than the national average. 8%? 80% higher. 80%? Than the national average. The poverty rate is about 18%, which is also higher than the national average. We have a high violent crime rate, and also the household average income is lower than the national average. So go read about that. I don't know about the crime rate, I don't, the poverty rate. Right. You have to stop questioning everything that we talk about. I'm not questioning you. I'm talking what they're saying. Yeah, so... They 80% used, higher? They used data from the U.S. Census Bureau, so... I don't know if they just, I don't know. Crime rate of 42 per 1,000 residents. Duluth has one of the highest crime rates in America compared to all communities of all sizes. One chance of, one person's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime here is one in 24. Yeah, that's scary. That's not cool. Nope, not great. Yeah, the national crime rate in Duluth 62.3, national average is 35.4. That's a ton. That's, okay, you're right. You were right. This was right. I'm sorry I questioned it. I repent. Thank you. You were right. Thank you. They say 84.1% more than other U.S. cities. Doesn't seem hard to believe. But then again, you know, being downtown with everything in the last few years, I don't know. (sighs) Yeah, it's a touchy subject. That's wild. I was going to say, I don't think it's our most miserable city. I mean, think about, you know, people love Duluth. I know. And then, you know, we have... So many things always going on. We have Bentleyville. We're in the Christmas spirit. It seems a little off. I don't think that makes us miserable, but well, you know, I do know some miserable people that yeah, recently run into several miserable people. <laughs> you know who you are. Several. Yes, I've heard from several. It's the holiday season. A lot of scrunches out there. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's crazy. I can't believe that crime rate thing. But there you go. I fact checked it. See, Lauren, I admit when I'm wrong. Right. Yep. Thank you. Okay, I got that in writing. We got John Party coming up next. Rascal Flats 2 on the way with B105. Nate Smith, World on Fire on B105. Lauren's Country Lowdown. What's going on? You're, uh, you're the expert of everything country music in the Twin Ports. So. Well, thank you. So Reba McIntyre, she is cozying up to her boyfriend on the set of The Voice. I do want to say the finale was last night. I don't want to give any spoilers. Mm. They can see you a can recap. Read about it, right? Yeah, who won? Lots of country stars were there. Um, B105country.com. While you're there, though, you can see these two photos. There's two of them. 
Obviously, she's dating Rex Lynn. They've been dating for, I think, four years now. And it's just a cute photo. And I love that she is dolled up. She is dressed to the nines. Her hair is done. Her makeup's done. And then he is just, like, in sweatpants. And I work- respect that. Oh, nice. Is, is he, he working? Is he working anymore? Let me she look. She was on CSI Miami. And I that feel like canceled. you peaked there. If you're on CSI Miami, that's the peak. So it's kind of hard to like probably David Caruso do or whatever anything else. Yeah. Um, okay. Don't be rude to him. Well, I'm not being. I mean, he that, was on that was, Big Sky. That was probably his biggest show, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know anything that David Caruso has been in. But maybe he just made so much money that he was just like, I don't need to work. That's yeah, a great be. show. Anyway, Rex Lynn has been in The Hammer with Reba. That came out this year. I think that was a Lifetime movie. He's been in Young Sheldon and Big Sky, which is a good show. I haven't seen Big Sky. It jumped but the shark, but it was a good show. As they all do at some point, right? Very true. So anyway, speaking of The Voice, Dan and Shay, they are teasing a Christmas album. They shared an acoustic version of them singing Pick Out a Christmas Tree, and they said, hypothetically speaking, if we were going to do a Christmas album, what would you want on there? So obviously, that's coming at some point. Mm-hmm. They are running out of time because Christmas is coming in hot. Well, I mean, they have to do it for next year at this point, wouldn't they? Usually, they like debut them out in like October. Yeah, I don't know. So November. they are hinting at that. They also performed on the Voice finale last night. They're going to be on the show next year, so looking forward to that. And you can see their performance at u105country.com. And then, last but not least, Carrie Underwood. She just covered "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." At one of her last Vegas residency shows of the year, um, which is like not the Vegas vibe, but I liked it. So if you want to see a clip, you can check that out on our B105 app. People go to celebrate Christmas in Las Vegas? I would. I know you would. You go to to Vegas for... I mean, there's nothing wrong with Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. I love Vegas. I think it's like an adult Disneyland. Sin City. Maybe that's why I like it. (laughs) What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. With Lauren Wells. Darius Rucker, don't think I don't think about it on B105, Northland's number one for new country. It's Ken and Lauren. We're gonna uh we're gonna have the seven ten laugh off here a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. moving on past my monk jokes. I'm gonna work on my delivery. Oh. I was yeah. told I need to work on my delivery. So I'm gonna do that just to make everybody so happy. All right, well work on it. That's my number one goal in life is just to deliver the jokes well on the seven ten laugh off. That's what I aim for, <laughs> it's what I strive for. So look forward to that. <laughs> Well, man, you set this up great for today. Yeah, no, thank you to yeah. thank you to whoever told me to work on that because it's you know it's priorities. All right, priorities. Seven ten laugh up just minutes away here on B one oh five, and then don't forget Chris Stapleton concert. You have a chance to get your uh, tickets uh, in uh, eight twenty today, so get your name into the drawing mm-hmm. right now. The B one oh five app. Ready to go? Yes, I won yesterday. You did. I did. So I am going to go first. Ken, why don't you ever see Santa in the hospital? private health care. I almost laughed at that. I know, just because, because we, were we were just, just talking. Yeah. Just comp- well, well, we were both co- we were talking about, yeah. We're doing what you talk. I saw something yesterday that was hilarious that was, um, uh, on, I almost shared it, but I didn't. But it said something, I, I'm, I'm very unhappy with how fast I went from MySpace to my chart. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that really hard. Yeah. <laughs> He's logging to MySpace, now I'm logging to my chart. <laughs> we <laughs> both were. Test results? <laughs> I, yeah, I had a login yesterday, and I'm just like, I miss being like 22. Yeah. No I used worries. to never go to the doctor. Now I'm there. Now I got like a mailing address there. Okay. Uh, Lauren, how are you? You don't want to know. Okay. Oof. 
I lost my jokes here. And Lauren, if you're being chased by a bunch of taxidermists, don't play dead. It's a little dark, but I liked it. That was good. That's a. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a profession that's kind of going away, isn't it? Is it? I feel like there's a taxidermy place that I drive by in Duluth. Maybe I made that up. Yeah, there's several, but yeah. I, I just don't see a lot of people going into that line of work these days. Maybe you'll inspire somebody with what you just said. Maybe. Ken, what is Santa Claus's laundry detergent of choice? Yuletide. You know, your jokes are pretty good today. Thank you. All right. I only have a few Santa jokes left. What are you going to do? Find more, I guess. Here's something. Lauren, what did the otter say when she got stuck in seaweed? Kelp! Kelp! Okay, dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So, so dumb. They're so cute. They're so vicious. You know, don't ever try to pet an otter. Take your hand right off. I have always wanted to see an otter from afar. I didn't realize they were so mean until recently. I feel like I've seen stories. And then I got and then I got feedback. And then I was like, that's a mean otter. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ken. Thank you. We should also mention there is no show at Dublin this weekend, but there is one December 30th, so you can enter to win tickets to that show right now. Uh, B105country.com. All right. But no show this weekend. 710 laugh off. Do the brain teaser question next. You ready for that? I am. I think it's kind of easy today. It's about a classic Christmas movie again. It's running out of questions. Okay. Uh, that's the way to sell it. That's coming up next here <laughs> B105. B105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren. All right. We got your brain teaser question today. Uh, mm-hmm. Your chance to win some Blue Rock gift certificates. Yep. $20 to Blue Rock Grill. So yesterday's question. What was just voted Minnesota's favorite Christmas movie of 2023? The answer, Home Alone, a classic, right? Oh, one of my one of the favorites, of course. How do you say Macaulay? Macaulay, I don't know how to say it. Macaulay Culkin. He just got his star. In well, the, I, well, I I just got it right. I had right. to think about it for a second. He just got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and that's like his his prized role, right? Well. He's been in other things, but... I just saw him in Uncle Buck. I was watching that. That came on TV. And I realized... I didn't realize Uncle Buck was before Home Alone. So how old was he in that? I was looking up. I think he was like seven or eight. I think he was like eight or nine in Home Alone. Hmm. And My Girl. Remember that one? That was a sad movie. My no. Girl. Macaulay Culkin. My Girl. Oh, man. Sounds familiar. If it's sad, I don't want to watch it. It's, it's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. No. I've seen that. I'm never watching that again. No. Yeah. Sad. There's a My Girl, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, we don't. Okay. Anyways, today, question. How many ghosts or spirits, if you will, show up in Christmas Carol? Hmm. I, you know, my favorite version of this, there's actually an extra ghost. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Well, my favorite's Muppet Christmas Carol, so. I love the Muppets. You seen them up at Christmas Carol? Yes, I love the Muppets Christmas Carol. Not yeah. like I don't watch the Muppets in my free time, but that's classic. It's okay if you do. I do. I don't. Maybe I should start. Okay, how many ghosts show up in a Christmas Carol? 727-B105. You can win uh, get certificate to Blue Rock Grill yep. right now. Call now. Good luck. I guess we're talking the original Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens. Yes. Christmas Carol. Got it. Okay. Justin Moore with a woman you love. B105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren. All right, here we go. Your brain is your question. Okay, how many spirits show up in a Christmas carol? Ghost spirits, all the above. Yep. Same thing, I think. 
non-living human life forms? Yeah, let's let's call it that. Okay. And it was visited by it. Never mind. All right, let's go to the phone. Uh, how many ghosts in uh, Christmas Carol? Five, you know, five. What do you think? Uh, three. Uh, it's not three, believe it or not. You're close. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks. It's almost a trick question. Hi, B105, what's your guess? Is it three? Not three. Okay. Okay, thank you. Hi, B105, what's your guess? Is it four? Four is right. You got it. Yes. Because you remember Jacob Marley's the first to visit, right? Yep. And then you got the ghost of Christmas past. Past. Present. Or present. And then the creep, creepo, the future one. He's, he's yeah, that's something. But yeah, in Muppet Christmas Carol, there's two Marleys because it's the guys Marley and Marley. So that's why there's five in that one. Got but it. Yeah. All right. Got who's, it. Who's this? Cindy Foster. Hey, Cindy, congratulations. You got a gift certificate to Blue Rock Grill. Thank you. You know what movie I haven't seen yet? This, this, what? uh, so we saw Mother Christmas Carol already. Mm-hmm. You've the, been watching a lot of Christmas movies. Well, Not know, like the good Hallmark ones, but you have been watching the, a lot the of them. Good Hallmark ones, really? Okay. You heard me. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> the hill is going to die on. Um, we watched Muppet Christmas Carol, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another good one is, uh, I like the George C. Scott Christmas Carol. That's the old, old school, way back in the day. I like the Matthew McConaughey Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. That is a play on a Christmas Carol. That is a classic. Did, I see, did you Garner? make me watch that? I don't think I saw I that. I probably did. I don't know if I remember I probably that made you watch every Matthew McConaughey rom-com because that's what life's about. What about uh, Scrooged? I haven't seen Scrooged yet this year. Is that new? No, Scrooge was with Bill Murray back in the day. Oh. You never seen Scrooge? I don't think so. Lauren, you got to see Scrooge. Okay, well, I'll add it to my list. Well, yeah, but this is a very, your list is ongoing and never gets anything checked off. Of it doesn't. No, no it's, it's it doesn't. All right, well. It doesn't. We'll, maybe I'll find it and put it on the TV in here and you can just kind of watch it with subtitles. That sounds That's fun. perfect. Yeah, right. 727, B105, we'll look at your weather forecast next. B105 Breakfast Club, Ken and Lauren, good morning. We got Lauren's love advice. This is uh, this is an interesting subject that you found for today that we've got to discuss, and it's called micro-cheating. Yeah, I can't say I've ever heard of it, like on TikTok or any of those things where I get most of my love advice. <laughs> but micro-cheating is basically cheating without what you think of when you think of cheating, if that makes sense. When you think of cheating, you might think like, a physical affair, you might think an emotional affair. Mm-hmm. This is none of that. It's like lesser versions of that that some people might consider cheating or that kind of teeter that line. So like an example would be inappropriate or messaging or texting somebody in a flirtatious way, um, lying about your relationship status to somebody because you don't want them to know you have a significant other. Um Let's see, removing your wedding or engagement ring before you go out with your friends. I lost mine. You did. And that has been an ongoing thing for a few months now, so I believe you. Uh, I don't think it's ongoing. It's gone. (laughs) I think you're going to find it. I don't know. Well, I was going to say once the snow melts. There's not really snow. (laughs) I don't think it's happening. Yeah, um, liking a post that's like provocative or something on somebody's Instagram or like liking a interesting picture of somebody on Instagram they're like in a bikini or something just like things like that so it's not like you are having like i said any type of affair but it's things that are kind of questionable right Mm -hmm. so that's how you spot it it does i guess depend on your relationship what you're comfortable with some people might not care if their significant other is liking a photo of a girl in a bikini some people might care 
Well, I mean, I think it depends on a case by case basis on that kind of right. stuff. You and know, like, I don't know how much you treat, but I mean, there's certain. It's the sad thing is there's people out there that cheaters out there. And I think social media makes it so much easier to cheat. And then I also think that it lends itself to micro cheating because if everything's out there. You could be talking to somebody in a flirty way you've never met before and you might never have intentions of meeting them, but you're still doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's better just keep that door closed. Well, you know, that's a problem too. A lot of times uh, with with all the dating apps that are out there and stuff that as soon as somebody has a relationship, like a hiccup in a relationship, whether or not it be long-term or they go, swipe right, go to the next. Right, and that is listed as an example too. Like you keep your dating profile open to see if you get matched with somebody. Right, that's that would I can see that being a problem. Maybe better, but like the engagement or wedding ring thing. I know a lot of people that don't even wear theirs, or like you're like Ken and you lose yours. I feel terrible about it. Still, it just. Uh. Can you get like a replacement? Well, we're gonna get. I'm gonna get like a silicone one because mm-hmm. I mean I had like a tungsten one before, and it mm-hmm. was like I think we got like for 200 bucks. But I mean I had it for so long and I wore it every day. Now it feels weird. I don't even have my. It's been so long I don't have the the ring indent in my finger anymore. It has it's been a while. Away. It's it been since my 40th birthday. Sad. I know. I'm sorry. So, anyways, that's micro ah. cheating. Consider your relationship. Set some boundaries. If somebody in a relationship does something that you don't like, they might not even know that. Just say, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. Having an affair or even micro-cheating seems like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Like, who has time for that? All who right. has time? Yeah, all right. All right. 743 B105, Dirk's Bentley. Morgan Wallen thinking about me on B105. It is Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Good morning. And uh, it's uh, about a half hour from now we have our next Chris Stapleton stock your, or Stuff Your Stocking Drawing. Mm-hmm. And that's for tickets to see Chris Stapleton, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yep. So it actually wasn't working for some people, and I just went and refreshed it, and it should be working now. So you can enter. I have not um, drawn a name or anything like that. So right. Okay. Well, we'll have that here eight twenty on B one hundred five. In the meantime, we we'll get Jason Aldean when she said, "Hardy truck bed on B one hundred five. It is a breakfast globe with Ken and Lauren. Seven fifty six, and you know we've got some warmer temperatures than normal, being in the thirties uh, today, and then this weekend even in the forties, and that brings up. Upper Red Lake. Mm-hmm. Did you see this now? A um, plane went through the ice on oh Upper my, Red Lake? Why? I don't get that. What happened you didn't there? See that? Okay. So yesterday, pilot, uh, they were coming up. They come up every year for, or, I don't know the whole story, but they come up frequently mm-hmm. in December for Red Lake. The pilot did a little flyover, says, oh, it looks good enough to land on. Uh-huh. Landed on it, but then without any snow on the ice, couldn't slow down, ended up going to a thin ice area, which uh, was only about two inches of ice in the area where the plane, the nose of the plane broke through. Both the pilot and the passenger got wet from the waist down, but they were able to get out and off the ice safely, but then they had to recover the plane. Well, that's good, but they clearly have not been watching the news, I guess. Well, okay, and then a couple days earlier, yeah, because there was uh, 35 people that had to be rescued as their chunk of ice floated away on Red Lake. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And then uh, they had some people the other night go through the ice. And so I was like looking at them like, okay, so I know that early fishing on Red Lake is supposed to be some of the best walleye fishing, but why is it supposed to, why is it? Well, so the deal is Upper Red Lake this time of year, they, uh, it's, it's pretty shallow. It's a big bowl mm-hmm. and the walleyes bite, uh, or bite aggressively. But then as you get closer to the first of the year, they move down into Lower Red Lake, which is uh, part of the uh, reservation and it's not for non-tribal members. So. That's why everybody runs to Red Lake this time of year, even when it's like they're risking so much. Right. And I feel like people that are avid ice fishers, they're used to ice fishing at this time. And so it's like hard for them. You know, they're like 
Chomping at the bit to go. I'm chomping at the bit to go. And the problem, like I said, this weekend is, is there's just so much. It's going to be so much. It's going to be so wet because, I mean, the ice may be thick mm-hmm. enough in some places, but with the sun melting down, it's going to just be soaking. It's going to be it's going to be soup out there. Right. You know? But anyway, yeah. Your time a, will come. A plane punch through the ice on Upper Red Lake. Uh, you always have stories about airplanes that are scary. We need you to come up with well, one that's like happy. A, it wasn't like an airliner on its way to Arizona, I so I think you're safe. It's not going to be a flight Thank that you, you would for be that. on. Right. Thank you for clarifying that. Well, it does I mean, make me feel a little better. Do you usually travel a single engine plane? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know how many engines no, they I have. No, I meant like a little plane that's no. got like a piston. And I yeah. never will. Thank you. you never, you'll never go on a little plane like that? No. Nope. That's fun. They nope, really I'm bounce good. around a lot. Yeah, exactly. So that's I'm good. I'm going to really keep something. it on the ground here. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> keep it on the ground. I like that. Look at your weather forecast next year on B105. We'll have Nicole with us from Animal Allies coming up. You can't be 105. It's Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Good morning. And Nicole from Animal Allies joins us. Hello, Nicole. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Well, we're, we want to wish you happy holidays. This will be the last time we talk to you this year. Um, but I know. It's crazy. I know. But, uh, you know, yeah, we'll be talking to you again, uh, well, next year. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> we want to talk about diesel, trying to find a, this kitty at home this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is kind of one of the times where we're like, we must have a lot of animals at the shelter currently because this is just a very typical, sweet, friendly, outgoing cat that's just not getting a ton of attention. Um, he's about five years old, um, loves meeting new people, lounging around, super snuggly, not, you know, opposed from what we've seen to going home with other animals. Um, so overall, just a really, really friendly cat who needs who needs a little bit of attention, but has a lot of competition. You know, we were running the numbers for this year, and um, we will have ended up adopting about a thousand cats versus three hundred dogs. So there's wow. a lot of cats wow. coming through. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have a little bit of a longer length of stay, um, and there's just a lot of them. So anytime we can get a little extra promo for. Ones that we think are going to be a pretty easy add to really any home. We're hoping that this will help Mr. Diesel out. Yeah, wow. So 1,000 cats to 300 dogs in a year. Yeah, it could end up being slightly more, but I was running numbers, yeah, last week, and that's kind of looking like what we were projected to hit. So that's that's a pretty high a pretty high year for us. Wow. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to you later. And I want to I want to find out some other numbers on that kind of stuff and share it. You know what you guys Ooh, do? Okay. You know I'm always looking yeah. for I'm always looking for the scoop. Is you know you are you're always on the beat, <laughs> always on the beat. <laughs> I'm happy to give the scoop. So yeah. You let me know what you're looking for. Sure, we should talk too. You know, you're just closed on Mondays, so and obviously you're gonna be closed this Christmas Day, which is Monday, right? And then some other different hours. Yes, so we'll be um, uh, closed on Christmas, which is normal because it's a Monday, but we'll also be closed Christmas Eve, which is Sunday, and then the following um, New Year's Eve, which is a Sunday. So those are our 12 to 4 days. So we will be closed those two days. Otherwise, normal hours. Other than that. Tuesday through Saturday, noon to six. Yeah, and you still have a chance too. Do you, you know, if you want to get some stocking stuffers for your, don't forget your your, your dog or cat needs a stocking. Well, they need toys too. Yeah, for they Christmas. need toys. Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. Our retail section is open and stocked. Tons of fun stuff for um, the animals in your life. We still have our cute little ornament fundraiser going on. If you have an animal lover, lots of people have been coming in and donating in honor of family members, things like that for the holidays and picking up a fun little ornament and card to to bring home and and gift to them. So, yes, tons going on um, if you're still getting that getting that last minute shopping done <laughs> yeah right well yeah think about animal allies and that's great great thing to be supporting there well 
we appreciate you, and I'll, uh, I'll reach out to you later, Nicole, and we'll talk to you uh, next year. Thank you. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Nicole, from Animal Allies here on B105. And coming up, we have that contest, Chris Stapleton, and it's uh, your chance to get your name into that drawing. Mm-hmm. We're drawing just minutes from now yep. on B105. Luke Combs, where the wild things are on B105, Northland's number one for new country. It's Ken and Lauren, and we've got some angel here which uh, promised to make us laugh, Lauren says. so. Yeah, so thankfully this whole thing was caught on video, multiple different angles. So this happened in Rochester, Minnesota. A deputy with the Olmstead County Sheriff's Office heard on his stereo or whatever that there was a goat on the loose in Rochester. A, a goat? goat? A rogue goat. Okay. And people were spotting the goat. It does happen more than you'd think. And nobody could catch it. So he's like, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And then he's like, I think I saw this on a movie once. He stopped at the store, got a rope, and he actually safely lassoed the goat and returned it with its rightful owner. Did he have any lasso experience? I have no idea, and I have no idea why he just thought, let me go get a rope, I'll lasso it. I don't know where he would get lasso experience, I guess, but what happened was um, this goat was in the area because somebody, I guess there's goat rental companies, so someone was renting a goat, and one of the employees turned their back for a second, and the goat went on the loose. Why would you Um, rent a goat? But my favorite, why wouldn't you rent a goat? But my favorite thing is that the guy whose goat it was was like, thank you so much. I think that you should teach lassoing in the academy. Like, but the, they made this whole saga into a short movie and they put like uh, rodeo music behind it and it's really funny. And the goat definitely looks guilty. So check that out, b105country.com if you need a good laugh. I was laughing way too hard. I like the fact that I just said, why would you need to rent a goat? And you go, why wouldn't you? It's great. Well, why wouldn't you? It's cute. They say that helps uh, landscaping. You, well, you rent a goat and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll take care of shrubs and bushes and stuff that you don't want and they aren't as noisy and loud and screaming. Cheaper green. than a landscaper? Yeah, I guess so. Just wow. saying. That's crazy. I'm glad he was able to lasso that goat. I don't know if you told me, like, hey, I need to lasso something. I think I, I don't know if I'd be able to tie the knot. What do you mean? Yeah, the, 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 the oh, rope you got to tie a lasso. I've never, I've never lassoed anything, believe it or not. I do find that, I do find I that kind of surprising. I know. All your time in Wyoming, you never, you I know. That's one thing I guess I just didn't get to. You want to fought Northland's number one for new country. Remember that time we had a llama on the loose? I loved that so yeah. much. I love... When animals are on the loose. I know it's not always great, but it makes me laugh. Didn't you say there was like a llama or an alpaca or something on the loose in your mom's neighborhood back then? It was an emu. An emu. Okay. Which is kind of like an ostrich, right? And she was scared to tell anyone because she was like, I'm worried that I'm seeing things. And then my dad also saw it, but didn't want to tell anybody. And then one day they were like, we both saw the emu. It escaped from a farm nearby. That's kind of scary that they wouldn't have met, but both of them just both of them just thought that they were having a mental episode or something. (laughs) They were just like, I don't want to be judged. Why would there be an emu on the loose? And then I went to go try to find it because I was like, I want to see the emu. Did you, you ever found it? No, but I would love to see one just like on the lamb, you know. My dad was uh, warning all the neighbors at the cabin about a bear that was around, you know, because there's a, there's a black bear that's been walking mm-hmm. up and down the road Your dad or whatever. gets all the good creatures he's up like, there. Well, yeah, he's running to moose and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And he goes, yeah, there's a black bear. And then we brought it over and we looked in and I said, Dad. And he pointed to the neighbor's big black dog and I said, is that the bear? And he goes, oh, my God, it's in their yard. And I said, no, that's their dog. Goes, oh, my God. That's amazing. So, yeah, you never know. But so, a bear but, is a normal thing to see. Well, an, an emu, emu I don't know. Not really. I don't know. Llama, there's llamas are a big deal. Alpacas. You know, I would love to see a llama in the wild. Right, well, I have big dreams. 
Clearly. <laughs> you certainly do. All right. <laughs> uh, B105 Workday <laughs> kickoff is coming up next. Luke Combs, love you anyway on B105, Northland's number one for new country. We'll see you later on. You have a fantastic Wednesday. Joe Danger is coming in. He'll take over, and we'll uh, be here tomorrow morning with you. One-on-one with Lauren. One-on-one with Lauren tomorrow. Another chance, Chris.